Hey guys, welcome back to the Faith is Motivation podcast. Here on this podcast, we look to inspire people in motivation, finance, fitness, and overall happiness. And let's play the intro. The difference between me and you is I worked on myself and I exercised the discipline to be where I am. You did not. It is nothing else other than that. I chose to be better. When you're in a bad place and you want to beat yourself up, it's going to take a lot of work. You can't just sit on your ass and think everything's going to get better. It doesn't have to do anything. You have to get out. You have to work for it. You have to actually improve yourself. If you're wanting to be, like you said, a millionaire, you had to discipline yourself. You had to go put yourself a plan together. You had to go through the motions of that plan, taking those steps makes sense that you need. If you've reached the point where you think you deserve a better life, now is the time to change for the better. And we're back. Okay, so I am your host. I'm one of your hosts, Darian Hawkins, um, real estate agent, factory worker, basketball coach. You can find me on Instagram at dahawk 40 That's all my social medias. Um, and we're going to pass it over to Chris. Hey, guys. Uh, welcome to the podcast. My name is Chris Horn, and you can find me over on Facebook Gaming and Twitch, which is Reaper Killstreak. My Instagram is also uh, Reaper Killstreak. You want to reach out and talk to me there, and I will pass it over here to Seth. It's Seth, and I'll just plug my Instagram. It is Seth Deberlet, all lowercase, no spaces. I have no posts on there, but it's okay. You guys can follow it. He's working on it. He's working on it. And yeah, um, yeah, yeah. this episode, we actually have our first guest on the podcast. And, you know, he's a grinder. He's someone that works real, extremely hard. He's someone that's been able to surpass multiple levels. Um, and, you know, he's constantly growing. Uh, Franz, would you like to introduce yourself? going on guys france augustine here um on social media i'm known by go cardo go uh with my youtube instagram uh facebook now newly TikTok. i do a lot of car content and uh uh low-key throw in some motivational things a lot of diys um, outside of that i'm a graphic designer children's book illustrator um factory worker as well uh, work with some of these guys as well and uh, you know, try to get properties and things like that and just be a positive influence on people pretty much. Yeah. So obviously Franz is someone he's, he's in, he's working in multiple areas. He's doing multiple things, multiple income streams, right? Always focused on his growth and his family's growth and, you know, giving back to other people as well. You know, that's something that he does. Um, so we'll get into all of that during the during the show, during the podcast. Uh, but just to plug our socials real real quick, we are Faith is Motivation on everything. On Instagram, we are Faith is Motivation, P-O-D. So we have um, Spotify, YouTube. We're on TikTok as well. I don't plug that much, but yeah, we are also on TikTok. Amazon Podcast, Samsung Podcast, Apple Podcasts. We're on all those. So that's Faith is Motivation. The only way, the only place we're different is on Instagram, Faith is Motivation, P-O-D. And then um, another announcement, we are currently working on a studio. I don't know when it'll be together, uh, but we are currently working on that. We're trying to get all the pieces together. And then we are also on Rumble. I know I said that last episode. I'll say it again this episode. As of last Sunday, we should have everything that's on YouTube up on Rumble as well. So if you prefer you know, Rumble to YouTube, you can catch us on there. Okay, so now to get into the show. Um, Seth, you have the first question that you want to ask Franz to kind of open up our discussion and get the show rolling. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah. So obviously you're you are a uh, you're a grinder. 
like you said, I, I guess we just would like to know, like, how it all started. Where did everything get going? Um, ever since I can remember as a youngin, um, I've always been interested in multitude of things, primarily or to start off cars and art. That's always been my thing since I was young. So I pretty much set out to, I guess, best way to explain is stay extremely focused on becoming a better artist, creating um, like a work environment for myself to just basically be focused mentally. Like it's really mentally. I grew up in uh, Brooklyn, New York, pretty rough. Um, I've been in some other neighborhoods moving outside of New York to even Kentucky and Philly and it's all mindset. So I've been around, you know, a lot of, you know, violence and things like that, but I've always kind of steered away from that. And I, to me, I'm a firm believer in it's your mindset. Like you got to stay disciplined. You got to know how to maneuver. You got to be smart about it. But uh, since, since I could remember, it's basically me just being focused on what I want to do. So when it started out with, with art, so with art, I basically, you know, just practice. That's literally it, just practice constantly and always learning. That's a big thing. A lot of people think learning stops when you get out of school. That is completely false. I always tell people learning continues throughout your life. No matter what you're doing, you always have to learn to develop and stay consistent. Keep your mindset positive, as positive as possible. Uh, so with the art thing, you know, it's gone to me going to the Art Institute of Pittsburgh and Philadelphia, became a children's book illustrator, uh, clothing line, um, graphic designer, um, several avenues I've been I've been into. I do portraits, I do paintings, I do a lot of things. And it's all for me, anything that I'm interested in, you always hear people say, oh, you just put your mind to it, you can do it. Literally, that's what it is. So I, I stay consistently focused with uh, just learning and putting into practice what I'm doing um, and just creating a, just creating a power system to make allow me to focus and staying positive is a big part of that because there's always going to be obstacles in life so I always make sure to stay focused and that also transitioned into me doing everything with cars because ever since I was younger I was always into cars also so it's the same thing you know I've always had a love for design so everything kind of pivots from art so my love of cars comes in the, I guess, spectrum of art also to me, because the way I look at cars is I look at design. A lot of people look at, you know, horsepower and stuff like that. That's cool. But me, it's all about design, really. Um, so from there, I got into the car community, the car game with my YouTube and things like that, just doing DIYs, being able to teach other people how to do what I'm doing. Um, and throughout that process, I always tell people on my YouTube, I'm also also learning, but as soon as I learn, I go out and teach other people. So that's something I take pride in is being able to teach other people what I do, not just, you know, holding it in and never sharing information with people. I'm all about sharing information and helping other people develop and grow pretty much. See, you see that a lot. Uh, as you said, you started off young, you grew up pretty rough. You'll see that a lot with people that, uh, end up succeeding and stuff that they, they really ended up having a really rough pass and you wouldn't think so, but that's, that's just how it is. Yeah, no, like adversity molds the person. Um, yeah. and I like what you said about staying focused and, and focusing on your goal and like making that your focus, right? You found your passion and you 
focused on that early. So it doesn't matter what's going on around you, right? It doesn't matter, right. you know, all the bad things and all the bad influences. If you're focused, nothing's going to deter that focus. If you're really, really focused and you truly, truly love it, you should stay on that path. It doesn't matter that this guy's going to do this and this guy's going to do that. You're trying to make money. You're trying to, you're trying to get out. You're trying to make better. And I think it's important to keep that mindset and actually believe you can make better. I think a lot of people get deterred when they lose that confidence when the world tells them well it's not realistic it's not possible you're not able to do this or you're not good enough you just stay focused and you constantly you know practice like franz said practice 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 constantly learn constantly evolve um, observe the things around you that way you can actually get better and become better only thing setting you back would be you the only thing setting you back is you pretty much it's yeah complacency in you yeah. yeah. <laughs> as far as, you know, you found your passion and you started expanding with art, like what did you do to kind of to kind of learn the avenues you could take with that? Right. So it's like, OK, so I'm an artist. I love, you know, this. How did you learn? Like, OK, so now I can design cars. So now I can design clothes. So now I can do this and that. Like, what was what was the steps you took for that? Uh, research. Um for example, I'll, I'll give you a prime example. The first time I remembered um, thinking like that, I was about seven or eight years old, and I used to watch Power Rangers and things like that. And, you know, I, I love the show. I grew up watching the show. I was a big fan of it. I, I remember being super young and drawing the Green Ranger on my wall. Mom came in, saw it. She didn't even get mad at me. She was like, instead of using a wall, here's pencil, paper, coloring books, and things like that. So... I remember as a kid watching the show and looking and seeing the company names. And I don't know, for me, that's, that was interesting to me because I started looking at the company names of everything else I started to watch. Like I know Power Rangers of Saban, and then I started looking at Looney Tunes, you know, and Warner Brothers and Disney. So I started kind of pivoting towards, okay, these companies are making this. And uh, I started researching the companies. And then what I like to what I'd like to do even now is with any movie or TV show you watch, you'll see the credits. I started looking at the credits, seeing who was who were the artists, who were the designers. Then I started researching them, seeing what they did, seeing how they got to where they are. So it's it's a personal development by observation. That's the best way I can explain. So I just started doing my research and understanding who these artists are behind things that I love. And it, that also went into cars. So with cars, I grew up loving the Lamborghini and things like that. Literally, even today, I do this, I do this uh, second nature. Even um, earlier today, I was like, I'll, I'll put on, as I'm doing things in my room, for example, I'll put on YouTube. And, you know, YouTube is a great tool. So I'll put on YouTube and I learn the histories of these car companies. I was watching the history of the Viper, Dodge Viper with Lee Iacocca and how Carol Shelby came over before. Like I, I'm constantly like learning, yeah, even absolutely. like almost at a second nature. I'm always learning about companies and who did what. So if I love this car, I want to know who the creator was, how they got their vision. And for me, outside of watching and learning, I try to design myself. I try to, whether it's cars or, you know, graphic designing or drawing, I'm always thinking of and working on designing. So a lot of people nowadays, a lot of my friends, 
throughout the years, they would, you know, go out and party and do this and that and this and that. And me, and me I kind of pivoted, always pivoted into things that I love. Even basketball. I used to play basketball and football. Uh, more relatable to others. So I, a lot of my friends will go out partying and go hang out with girls. I went to open gym all the time and just practice, practice, practice. People are like, why are you always here? You always have people, I noticed that, as Darian said earlier, that would deter whatever you're doing. And to me, the way I look at that is they see themselves at the same level as you and they can't fathom being better than that. So they don't understand why you're pushing to be better than you are. Right. Uh, there's a lot to that to that mechanic. But for me, it's always about discipline and focus because I, I, like, I, I can't stress how much I've, I'm constantly always learning, constantly working towards being better despite obstacles because obstacles will be there. Like things are not cookie cutter perfect in the world. So you got to make sure you create and establish a discipline to be better. So even when I was younger, I've always strived to learn and understand other people's mindsets that are in the field that I'm interested in. That's a big thing. And, um, and it's, it's, that's what it's been pretty much my mindset. It's always been learning and understanding behind the scenes, pretty much behind the scenes of everything that I'm, I'm into. And once I understand the behind the scenes, I can look at the forefront of that big picture or design and understand it with a deeper understanding, pretty much. And for me, I, I, it's the same thing with when I, when I do any artwork, I try to explain to people, you know, with some certain clients when I design things for them, well, this is the reason I did this and I help them understand the flow of my artwork. You know, you'll have some people, yeah, yeah, thank you, that's cool. But you have other people like, oh, I didn't, I've never looked at it that way. I've never stopped to actually think about design, whether it be cars or even architecture. That's something I'm now, I got my son, he's into, super into architecture and cars and things like that. And he's understanding the mechanics. He's only eight. But uh, but it's it's very important to instill discipline in what you want to do. And there's going to be obstacles. I can't stress that part enough. There's going to be obstacles, but you have to push past it and learn how to maneuver around it and stay positive. Always stay positive. But yeah. Yeah. I think, I, uh, that. <laughs> I think the perspicuity you talked about when you say observing other people and seeing what they did and understanding like what they've done in their careers to get to where they are and understanding their art and their passion. I think that's really, really important, right? Cause like, like you said, people will look at something and they'll say, Oh, well, that's a nice design or, well, that's nice to have, but they'll never actually work out how to get there or how to do it. It's just like a passing thought. But the fact that when you're able to look at something and say, well, that's nice. I wonder how they did that. I wonder who did that. I wonder, how that was created. That's really important because ultimately that curiosity, that's what's going to lead you to learning how to actually do it and how to actually get to that position. Yeah. And like you said, with the, with all the research, researching these guys, uh, I, I think that's really good because you can find out what happens behind closed doors and let what they're doing inspire you to build yourself as well. And, and also like you were saying with people will deter you. We, we like to talk about that a lot. Like you're a compilation of the five people you hang around. So you want to kind of get yourself around good people and it'll, it'll help you a lot just because you want to make your mindset better. And if they're your friends, mindsets aren't up to where your standards are, 
then you're you're not really gonna change yourself and improve yourself for the better. Right, you'll be the sixth wheel pretty much in that. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. And then um, the discipline thing, we actually have a whole podcast where we tackle discipline and we talk about discipline. So um, we obviously, we so we talk about accountability and then discipline, like you have to be accountable first. So accountability would be looking at yourself and saying, I can do better, I'm able to do better, or I need to do better in these areas. And then discipline is the actual act you take. And I think a lot of times people will take accountability and they will say, well, I can do that, or I'm able to do that, or I should do that. Really, I should do this, or I should do that, but they never act, act, exercise the discipline or exercise the strict discipline to actually get to where they need to get to. So, you know, I really love the fact that you're hitting the point of discipline over and over and over and over again, because I think that's where a lot of people fail. They'll either get started and not go how they want it to go, and then they stop, or they never get started in the first place because it's too hard, it's too difficult, blah, 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 blah. But the only excuse for not getting to where you want to get to is really not taking the action. Yeah. And it seems like what you're doing is like setting a standard for yourself to like, you know, I, I have to do this. I have to do this to get better. And and we really like that. Yeah. We think that everybody should set standards for themselves to help themselves improve and, you know, stay determined, stay disciplined, as you were saying. And, um, hold themselves accountable. And obviously if you have good people around you, they're going to hold you accountable. Right. So it's not just like a, a one, a one step process. You know, if you have good people around you, it's going to be a lot easier. Um, my question for you is um, how have you built your network? Because you're obviously, or you are connected with, you know, a lot of higher end people and you're, you know, a lot of people that can help you and kind of guide you and, you know, help you navigate, you know, your businesses and your situations, right? Like if you have a question, 90% of the time, there's someone you can reach out to and can give you an answer. So how did you build that type of network for yourself? With In terms of network, let me start with uh, what I do with cars and things like that. So with my car, um, uh, basically, that's the best way to explain this. It's like, so with my car, I customize my car and do things like that on YouTube. Uh, you're always going to have adversity. That's always going to come. You'll have people on the, on social media that want to just jump in and just be clowns and want to say something negative because they're having a bad day because that's the way that I look at it. Um, so with car with the car community, I, I just started customizing cars, doing my own thing. I've gotten people that are like, oh, I don't like the car. You know, it's ugly. It's this and that. I don't let that bother me. Bother me. That's in one ear, out the other. Again, it goes back to uh, uh, understanding your purpose to do and stay focused with it. So I stayed focused with doing that. And sooner or later, when you do that, when you get to a point in your, um, in your journey where you're just so focused on what you're doing, you don't care what other people think, unless it's positive, then you're like, all right, you know, gratitude. But you get to a point to where you're so focused, people still notice um, negatively and positively. So on the positive side, I already touched base on, on the negative side. So on the positive side, you'll get people reaching out to you constantly. So for me, I was fortunate enough to have, I, um, I have a Dodge Charger scat pack that I customized. Um, I've got, I've gotten Dodge themselves reach out to me several times, um, telling me how they, they, they love the design. They love the work that I'm doing. Keep it up. Um, it's great. To me, I was dumbfounded by that. Cause I'm like, 
wow, I love cars, I love art. They see what I'm doing and they really appreciate that. And it's the company, you know, uh, reaching out to me via social media emails and telling me, you know, inviting me to events and things like that. Uh, and I'm like, wow, okay, this is this is good. And then I started getting sponsors reach out to me, other companies like, hey, we see what you're doing. We really like what you're doing. Let's work out a deal or something. Um, so I've gotten several sponsors from that. So I just continued growing from that. And it's it's been a it's been a great journey with that. And in the car community around me, I've no I've gone to car shows countless of times. Uh character is another thing. Your character is very important. You do not want to be one of those people, you know, that are uptight and just all into themselves. It's it's important for me to remain humble. Uh, but love what I do and express that I love what I do. And I've always remained true to myself and other people see that I've had people that hate the way that I am, that I, that I stay positive, that you'll have people like that. But again, on the positive side, you'll have people who come to you and, you know, I've gotten people that come to me and tell me, Hey dude, I've seen you for years on YouTube, on social media. Uh, I love what you do and the way you, you know, you speak and the way you, you customize your car and things like that. So that to me pushes me to keep going further, um, and grow. So I've, I've constantly been around a lot of people in my um, area and I've gone to different towns and things like that, uh, car shows. And I start to, I started to develop a, a group of people that, uh, reach out to me through the car events that are on a higher caliber that own, for example, one of my buddies, um, owns the Aaron's Furniture Stores from here in Kentucky to North Carolina, I believe. You got a, another guy, uh, several people who are multimillionaires are uh, you know, telling me, hey, we see you. We see what you're doing. We appreciate how you are. We are. Uh, one thing that's crazy to me is they specifically mentioned, and uh, they've mentioned to me that they are very aware and attentive to how I look at cars. That's something I never really paid attention to, but they they love that I love designs of cars and they can tell that I do. So they invited me to brunch and different events and things like that and outings with them because they see the passion that I have with cars. They know it's not, you know, not just a, a leisure thing that I'm doing. They see the passion. So I'm grateful that, you know, other people can see that in me and that actually pushes me to be uh, better at what I'm doing and constantly keep learning, pushes me to learn and be more disciplined. Um, I'm, I've spoken with a lot of people that's higher caliber than me, in my opinion, and they're closer to how we are than people think. People think that people who are, you know, more established, more wealthy or snooty or snobs and, you know, uptight, they're not. Like, for example, one of these guys, a good friend of mine, friends with him and his son, uh, I think last year we went to another friend of mine's uh, garage and he just brought a brand new Porsche. I mean, brand new. And he gets out of the car and he's like, yeah, I just bought it. Um, I have no idea how I'm going to pay for this, but we'll figure this out. Like they think like we think they're just up there, but they're really down to earth. A lot of people are more down to earth than people are. Um, my point with saying that is don't assume people are a certain way. Get to actually know people first. That's super important. Get to know people first because I've come across countless of people online who think I'm uptight, who think I'm snooty and I'm a snob and I'm into myself and I never present myself that way. Even in person, I've never presented myself that way. And the way that I think that they're thinking of me is they think I'm up here 
And I think I'm, you know, I think I'm cool with everyone, but they think I'm up here. They don't like it because they, they fall into that cliche of thinking, okay, he's up there. He's into himself. I hate this guy. And I'm like, you don't have to be like that, you know, but, um, it's, it's, it's very, your character is very important being around, um, other people and getting into certain circles of people, your character and, um, getting to know people, actually talking to people. You, a lot of, a lot of people have more in common than you think. Um, we have more in common than you think with celebrities or, you know, millionaires, they, they're people, they're people. That's the basis of everything. So treat people as people, not as, oh, he's up there. So, uh, they're snooty. No, treat people as people. So the way you treat others, the way you speak on social media is also important. That's part of your character that people are seeing. So if you're out there and just bashing everyone constantly, people are going to see that and people are going to kind of deter themselves, uh, away from you. So be someone who, uh, is approachable. I'd say definitely be someone who's approachable, stay true to yourself, um, and just be cool and get to actually know people. So if someone, if you see somebody driving a Ferrari or so at a car show, go talk to them. A lot of times when I go to car shows and, and a couple of you guys have been a car show and, and seen this. So when you go to a car show, a lot of times I'm, I'm there to see nice cars, but a lot of the times I, and I know what usually happens is you get caught up in conversation more than you're actually looking at cars. So you get to know people. So that's the other part that I, I say is very important. Get to know people. So if you want to, you aspire to do something or, you know, get better in a certain department, start surrounding yourself or reaching out to people who are in those fields and whether it be financially, you know, in a higher bracket or a position or in that position you want to be in, get to know them. You know, pick their brains on, you know, how'd you get to where you are? Or if you're at a car show, for example, um, the common the common ground is a car. So get to know, you know, the car, him, why he chose the car, you know, how does the car make him feel and things like that. So be personable with people. That's that's the basis of everything. And I think these guys that I hang around are uh, very personable um, and they're, they're very approachable. Um, and I think that's the basis of everything, because once you establish those uh, relationships with people and they can see that you're dedicated in what you do, they'll be more susceptible to have you around them and they'll start inviting you to their events, their own private events or their homes and speaking with them or hanging out with them. And I think that's the basis of being able to be in that type of circle of people. And there are a lot of great people that I've met throughout the years. Um, several, several other YouTubers. Um, I, for example, I rap cars also on the side, and I'm still forever learning that. Um, there's a guy on YouTube, CK Raps. Um, I've watched him for years. I've reached out to him. He's uh, he's giving me pointers on things, and he's constantly always making videos on things like that. And I've reached out to other YouTubers like Mr. Organic. I've made um, some. I've designed some things for him, like uh, his first chain. He says the first YouTuber chain. I designed that for him. He loved it. He's into cars and he's just constantly elevating. So I'm watching people elevate. Um, if I'm watching YouTube, for example, or, or seeing people on social media, and I, I like to, like I said, understand the backstory of people or the personal side of people. It, it's it's definitely, definitely part of the journey. And there's one thing I think people tend to overlook. They overlook the actual person as a person their character, how they got to where they are, the adversities they went through, um, and things like that. Um, again, I experienced that myself. A lot of people look at me like, oh, you know, this guy's into himself. He has a nice car. I'm like, I think the car is decent. <laughs> it's okay. 
the same thing with my artwork. They're like, oh, this this is fake. This is AI generated. I'm like, no, it's not. Here's the actual step-by-step schematics because on my iPad, I have step-by-step on everything that I do. I do things in layers. Um, so I show people and they're like, oh, well, oh, I didn't know that. To me, that's a prime example of they assumed. They didn't actually ask me, hey, how did you create that? So people like to assume things. Um, be more personable with people and, you know, just show people. Uh, I like to teach people. That's a that's a big thing for me too. So, and that allows me to be more personable. And people see that I'm a lot more approachable than they initially thought. Uh, there are constantly people on YouTube and social media asking me questions. Hey, how'd you do this in that video you made three three years ago? How'd you do that on this video? Uh, how to do it? The same thing with my artwork. Can you teach me how to draw? I'm like, I. I wish I could with the drawing, but that, because that's more a sit down thing. And I think I'm gonna, in the future, do that, start creating YouTube videos on showing people how to do art like I do, instead of just cars. Uh, the same thing with the clothing line. I've always been into fashion and things like that. Uh, ever since a young kid, you know, I didn't, I didn't grow up having the best of things, but I've always been into fashion. So I started researching, you know, designers and people who own these companies and, I started my own label. Uh, my wife started her own label, which is super cool. That's another thing. If you're in a relationship, it's that's another topic. But be with someone who's gonna push you to do better and you know cheer you on and do the same for them. Do the same for each other. My wife has her own clothing line, Christian clothing line. She does makeup on the side. She's a nurse. Uh, so we're, it's it's all about the grind, man. It's all about the grind. We just I'm in a new home. I just purchased. Um, didn't think it was possible. It's a huge home and it's, it's just be grateful. Um, I, I'm grateful to God for everything that I do. I try to be positive no matter what. I'm always, you know, putting in work because I understand that you have to put in the work to get to where you want to be. You have to have the discipline. You have to put in the work. There going to be days you're going to be thinking, you know, you don't want to work. You don't put that in the back burner. That's the afterthought. Your goal is, is, is important. Your goal is super important. Um, I think that's where a lot of people fall short. Um, you're the same as a millionaire. The only difference is you're the discipline. That's the only difference. They, they're more disciplined to do what they wanted to do. They sacrifice, you know, time with their friends and things like that to go put in the work. That's, that's, that's what it is. You got to have the work ethic. You got to be disciplined and you got to be positive and understand that you're going to have obstacles you have to go through. And that's actually, to me, the biggest part of the journey is not actually Succeeding is the actual journey itself because that journey actually um, that journey actually is what makes you stronger. Because if you have somebody that you know that's never worked for anything and then they lose everything, it's going to be harder for them to get back to where they are. But if you have someone who's worked from nothing and then all the way to something, if they fall down a couple of notches, they know what it takes to get back up to those notches or get back higher to another level, if that makes sense. So the journey is very important to me. Um, that's what actually develops you to be stronger. So a lot of people think the end game, you know, I, I wanna be rich. Well, what does it take to be rich? What are the steps you need to take to be rich? That's important. You have to know that and you have to be the, uh, determined to and willing to go through that part. Because if you can't go through that part, you're not gonna be up where you need to be. So. Yeah, there's a lot to it, a whole lot to it. Yeah, you said about, uh, earlier about char character. We like to say uh, hate doesn't come from above, 
And I think that really shows in everything you were just talking about, because you would have people that hate your positivity and seem to dislike your drive for all this. But all these multimillionaires you were speaking of, they were like, yeah, we see you, you know, you're doing good. Keep going. Uh, I think that really shows like, hey, it doesn't come from above. Like everybody that's succeeding has their own same mindset and they're not going to bash you for what you're doing if you're genuinely trying to work on yourself and succeed. Exactly. Yeah. And he kind of touched on it earlier, how people can't understand how you're going to raise above their own level, right? Like they see you as equal. They see you as the same. So in their mind, it's like, well, I couldn't do it. So he can't do it. Right. And um, yeah, exactly. something I believe in is everybody has a level of Salafism. And if you don't know what Salafism is, it's basically an extreme point of egocentrism where people can't accept the views of another person or can't accept the life stance of another person. And I feel like a lot of people have this extreme Salafism where if you are a person that can exercise discipline that can grow, that be, can become a multimillionaire, that can build, that can do these amazing things. And they're not, they just don't have the ability to see the world, how you see the world, to take the actions, to understand why you would take those actions because they can't do it. So they can't understand it. Um, and then, you know, I love how he touched about being a genuine person. And I think I've said that a couple of times on this podcast, be a good person develop your social skills right like you you're not going to be able to get very far being an introvert so you have to learn how to talk to people you have to learn how to approach people you have to learn how to carry conversations and these are things you need to practice in your daily life daily habits and um, we do have a podcast where we touch it and we talk about some ways you can develop social skills and work on social skills you know speaking to the waitresses or waiters at a restaurant speaking to the person at the checkout counter when you're going to Walmart, when you're doing your shopping, just opening up that conversation and dialogue, learning how to talk to people is going to be extremely important if you want to move and you really want to propel yourself forward. So, um, yeah, no, I really love that point that he touched. Absolutely. And if I may interject, I actually used to be an introvert myself and I stopped. Like I said, I'm very critical on thinking about everything almost an overthinker. So I remember in high school, I was an introvert all the way up to 10th grade. And that summer, I, uh, I stopped and just thought to myself, just sat there and thought to myself, okay, I don't want to be an introvert, introvert. So how do I get from here to here? So I sat and studied people who are uh, speakers. They speak in public, public speakers and things like that. And um and just research how to be a public speaker and things like that now i'm completely 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 fine with speaking in person walking up to people speaking to people being more personable and things like that uh, it's something that i actually love because again it comes back to person people you get to learn things about people and it can be the smallest of things even when i'm at work it, you can be speaking to someone one of your co-workers you learn things about them, it might be things that are similar. And you're like, oh, wow, I didn't know you went through that. That's pretty, pretty interesting. Um, but you know people and um, you develop a relationship to be, your, your relationship with people gets better when you speak to them. People uh, actually like telling their story and um, it gives people a sense of, you know, relaxation and um, confidence when you are able to speak to someone and you can correlate with someone and be able to share ideas or stories or experiences. 
that was that's what makes the world go around. And I think that's one of the glues that binds people. So if you're trying to develop and build a relationship with people, you have to know how to speak to people. And it, the, your character has to shine. And again, if you're out here uh, showing your character as something to be negative, people are going to be less likely to come around to you. And word of mouth travels. So if you're negative constantly all the time, people are going to start talking to other people and say, oh, that, that person watch out for them. But again, on the flip side of that, I always urge you to speak to people because I've come across people that are super negative. And in my mind, I thought to myself, let me speak to that person. Let me see why they're negative, how they got to be to that point. And then I try to switch the conversation to helping them not be negative. To me, that all ultimately makes the world better. If you can teach someone how to do things or help someone become a better person, um, eventually people will see that. Um, and that all the more makes you a better person in inward and outwardly. Because if other people see that you're able to do that and help people be positive, a, a lot of a lot more doors are open than people think. Everything comes down to being personable to me um, when it comes to, you know, how you're perceived in the world. If that makes sense. Yeah, no. Yeah. I'll go on, Chris. You've been pretty. No, uh, yeah, well, I've not much to say because this is my, I guess, this is my first time in France, and so I'm getting trying to get to know him stuff. But I, I definitely do like the when you talked about being the introvert because I'm I would say I'm coming out of the, that stage. I'm trying I'm into where talking to more people and you know realizing being able to talk, just to have that casual conversation it's starting to really open more doors because um, I work I work up at uh, Amazon. You know, just being able to talk. And so uh, to other people, not even just uh, people who are at the same level, but even higher uh, positions, really down to earth people and doors of possibility are opening. So it's everything that we've mentioned in the podcast and what France is saying is, is very true. It's, it's nice not being an introvert for one. And so far we're, uh, I'm liking everything you're saying, man. It's just just a private example of you stating what you just stated i used to work at amazon too and lex one and lex two that's where i met my wife <laughs> i used to be a picker i used to be a store i was a, a pc a pg process guide uh worked in warehouse deals playing video games testing video games i don't know if they still have that department there but that's all i did was test video games cameras music uh cool job met my wife there thankfully i literally asked her to dance she was playing uh, just dance on the Wii, and uh, or she asked me, and I was playing Mortal Kombat on uh, Xbox 360 right next to her station. She looked over like oh, I need to test the other controller. Hey, do you want to dance? I'm like, uh, okay. <laughs> so, uh, but long story short, like I said, when you open up to people just like you did, people we we have more in common than yeah. people think. You know, when you start sharing experiences and things like that. Uh, more people are alike than people think. And it's, it's great that you're, you're, you know, coming out of the shell as I did. It's, it's a good feeling. It's, it's still, it's still always going to be, you're still going to have that awkwardness, um, so to speak, to, you know, trying to, you know, open up a conversation or speaking to people. It's still like that, but that's what makes you, you, you know, uh, no one's all the time professional. Hey, how are you? It's, it's never like that, you know, be yourself. Um, if awkwardness comes with it, it's cool. I'm awkward to people. A lot of people don't understand how I think and the way I perceive the world, like uh, Darian said. But if you try to help people understand it, it helps. If not, it's okay. I don't 
doesn't bother me. Um, but yeah, continue opening it up, man. It's 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 a great great experience, and it, it makes life better, man. It gives you more experience in life. So yeah, and talking about um, how you guys used to be introverts. I mean, we right now there's two people on this podcast that's breaking out of that shell. I think a lot of people get it in their head that oh, I'm just this way, and there's nothing I can do about it. But, you know, I stand to argue that most people don't want to be introverts, that most people want to be able to talk to people and form relationships and form bonds and, and create and create that type of um, relationship for themselves. Right. Like most people want to be able to shake hands and meet new people and see new faces and, and go new places with people. So I just want to to reiterate being an introvert does not mean you have to stay an introvert, right? Like we often say that it really doesn't exist. It's just someone being extremely shy and not knowing how to be personable and talk to somebody. It's not a spot that you need to stay in. It's something you can work on and it's something you can improve. Um, and I mean, we have two prime examples right here. I mean, I, mean, I know Chris, I've known Chris since, since the eighth grade and, and Chris used to not talk to anybody. But I think I might have been the first person he opened up to on the basketball team. And then um, Franz, I would have never even guessed that about Franz. You know, like he's, yeah, yeah. he's very sociable. He's very good at carrying conversations and speaking to people. So I would have never guessed that, that that was something that he overcome. But, you know, it is very possible and it's something you can definitely achieve. And stuff like this is actually like really good to like kind of upgrade your your social skills, like these interviews and like what we do. We go out and we we interview people just downtown and you know you get to know people you get to know their mindset on things and it helps you develop like the skill just to talk to people which we have tried to get chris over here to come do but he hasn't came yet but we need to get him out there hey when when i'm not putting in this ot i'll definitely do it yeah man same yeah, yeah. yeah. Doing, <laughs> doing 50 60 hours you know it's don't got a whole lot a uh, whole lot of time but i'm right now i'm I'll make. I'll definitely make some time to definitely get these interviews going in. Yeah. Um, no, you definitely. You definitely need to come. They're, they're great. Yeah. People are listen. People are awesome. Even if you're just helping me do like promotion out there, you know, that, yeah. that's really fun too. Yeah, I mean, uh, that's awesome. Um, Chris. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say I'll go ahead and um, I'm gonna ask you, front. Um, how did you like advertise yourself to, you know, get into the position where you've gotten into? It'll sound like I'm talking in circles, but this is very prevalent. So the way that I advertise myself with my artwork and with cars and stuff, social media. Uh, uh, basically, let's say let's with so with my cars, uh, with the way that I customize cars. I've always I'm I'm a like I said I love art, and that there's so many mediums of art that I love, and that includes filmmaking. So. I was always interested to learn how filmmaking is done and things like that. I, I did the same thing with filmmakers, with design designers. Um, There's certain movies that I love. I'm a visual artist myself. Um, I went to school for 3D animation media design. Um, so that tells you I, I love graphics with games, CGI, and things like that. So I pivoted that. I pivoted that to um, YouTube because I've seen a lot of people are able to create on YouTube. So I thought to myself, hey, let me try that. That's pretty cool. I can actually, you know, learn how to edit, learn how to put uh, videos together, and I'm able to show people what I'm doing, what I'm doing, 
that's something that's always cool to me is always being able to show people, share your ideas, share your, you know, DIYs and teach people how to do things. Um, so I kind of combined both of those. I did my research and under started to understand and I'm still learning um, with video editing and things like that. And started doing the YouTube thing, maybe 2016, 2017, not that long ago. Um, and people started to like it. They're like, wow, this is cool. You're actually telling me, you know, with my DIY videos, you're showing me how to actually do this. Uh, Cause I know that people, for me, I'm a visual learner. I learn visually. I can read instructions all day, but if you could show me, uh, I learn better that way. So I figured also, let me, sh I'm sure there are other people out there like that. Let me create videos and be as detailed as possible and show people how to do it that way or how to learn something that way. Um, or even experiences. I've gone to car shows. We've um, put on car shows for the UK Wildcat football team. Um, we had Gumball 3000 come down in Barstown, Kentucky. We've had the Ace of Spade rally come through. Uh, met Bum B down there on my video, Go Cardo Go. You can see him and a few other people, F1 racers, Ken Griffey. But long story short, uh, social media really helped me catapult everything that I'm doing um, with uh, Facebook and the car community. I'm able to post my cars on social on uh, TikTok or on Instagram, especially, and that's where I got a lot of sponsors. And that's where uh, companies like Dodge, Vcrez, Focused on Forever, uh, Lucky's here in Lexington, um, Nitto Tires, Lighting Trend. That's where all these companies saw me is on social media. So that's what kind of boosted everything up. Uh, but you also with comes that hey that's where you start to see a lot of the people oh, I don't like what you're doing why would you do that you know like I said forget all that uh, but that's where a lot of companies and people started to see me on social media also um, so then from there I started to go to car shows around here and, and around the surrounding areas out of town um, so um, but people start to see me there and then you start to I start to get messages constantly. Hey, I seen you on I-75. You don't know me, but I watch you. Your stuff is awesome. I love it. Keep going. Um, you'll get the negativity. Hey, anyone seen this car? They'll post it on social media and make videos about it. Like, oh, this is the worst car I've ever seen. It's still publicity in my eyes. <laughs> but um, nonetheless, you'll that's how everything kind of catapulted is me getting into social media and especially with YouTube. And then from there I use like Instagram and Facebook to kind of funnel everyone to watch my videos. That's a, a cheat sheet for you guys. Use social media in that regard. Um, I, that's how I use it. I use kind of all the other avenues to funnel people to watch my YouTube videos. And I, then I kind of started doing it already uh, with my clothing line and the shoe line. I'm going to start, you can use, these social media um, parking lots, as I call them, as avenues to get to the road that you want to get to. Uh, just funnel people the, the right direction um, and be positive, man. Um, that That's going to go so much further than you need to watch. You know, don't be negative. <laughs> you don't want to come at somebody aggressively. So be positive. Be real. People love that. People pick up on that. Um, but yeah, social media is a big, big, big thing for me. And uh one thing that was interesting to me, as I stated before, I've always been into movies and video editing and things like that. A lot of times I start, I've been getting constant comments and questions about my editing. They're like, dude, who edits your stuff? Who does your videography? Who, uh, how do you edit it? Or what kind of camera do you use? Me, I'll tell people, I pull out my phone, I use my iPhone. 
I used to work for Apple uh, years ago. That's another thing. I'm big into tech too. I'm a tech head. I'm a nerd. I'm happy to to express that. But uh, I tell people, hey, I just pull out my phone. They're like, are you serious? So I, I and I do that to show people you can do this too. It's just a matter of learning how to use the tools that you have. Um, if you need to upgrade your tools, work hard to upgrade your tools. In the meantime, use the tools that you have. It can work. And I was super surprised to see that people were interested in my videography side of things. And I'm like, dude, that's pretty cool. And that pushes me to learn different skills, different techniques, different ways of shooting things. And um, that kept going and they're still going and people are asking about the videography. So I kind of twisted that into the Instagram. Instagram, as you know, is videos and photos. So I started getting into photography more. I was kind of low-key into photography photography beforehand, but I started getting more into that again and outwardly, and I started posting photos and learning how to edit photos and things like that. And people were like, dude, same thing. Who does your photos and things like that? I'm like, I do. And they're like, this is super cool. And I started doing the little shorts and things like that on there with videos, and I get more compliments with that. And then um, I need to plug in my clothing line more. A lot of times I'm in person, people ask me, hey, what are you wearing? Like, what is that? Um, I tell people, hey, this is Brave Ruler. It's my um, it's my brand. That's actually what my name means, by the way, Franz. I don't know if you guys ever uh, knew that. Front, the name Franz means Brave Ruler. So that's where that comes from. And um, my social media uh, tag is Go Cardo Go. So um, to kind of give you guys a backstory on things, um, my close fam, my middle name is Ricardo. My close family calls me Cardo. So in the car community, it's kind of like a close family at times. So that's where Go Cardo Go comes from. The Cardo is from my middle name, Ricardo. So now you guys know that. Um, so everything I make personable with everything that I'm doing, you know, and um, it's 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 just been great, man. Like everything that I'm interested in, and I just push into it. I lean into it, learn about it, try to understand it, and. You know, I'm so focused in it that people are seeing that I'm focused in it and they're asking about that. So for me, social media has really helped. You know, I'm very personable on social media. People want to ask me questions, I'll answer. If they want to know how I edit things, what apps, programs I use, I'll tell them. You'll have a lot of creators that don't want that because to me personally, I think that they don't want to share information because they either don't have time or if they do have time, they don't want to share that information in fear of you might get better than them internally. That's what I think that they're thinking. To me, tell me. Uh, people used to tell me, hey, don't tell people how you do this. Don't tell people. I think with these um, tools that I'm using, I think it's okay because people look at you like, hey, this. And I've gotten people that tell me constantly, thank you for responding. Like you, People don't respond to a lot of people. Um, understandably, some people don't have time, but there are a lot of people that do. But don't respond to people and maybe they need to work on um, people skills, whatever it may be. You know, I don't put it against them, but I want to be the person to be able to share my experiences and how, what I'm learning and what I know how to do with other people so they can better, better themselves. Cause if they want to, if they're showing me that they're willing to learn, that's awesome. I want to help them any way that I can and be remembered. Hey, that guy helped me. I, I like that. Uh, I, I like having that positive vibe around me and being able to spread that positive vibe because why would we not want to be positive in the world? That's so negative. You know what I mean? But so yeah, <laughs> this, this next question, it's, 
<coughs> it is a little different. It's a little off from the other things. Of course, you're a you are a very very busy man. You work a lot, so family of course is important. So I just want to know how you balance your work and your home life because if of of course if your home life isn't managed well, it's that's that's obviously bad. It's gonna fall. So yeah, just how do you, how do you balance your home and your and your work life together? For me, um, that that's one of the things that uh, a lot of people struggle with is, and even I've struggled with. Um, it's not perfect by any means, but if you're with a partner, um, you're married or whatever it may be, uh, you have to have those talks. You have to, they have to understand. I think one of the most important things is uh, making your goal as clear as possible and understandable and like possible to your partner. If they don't understand your goals, they're always going to ask questions. They're going to be, you know, why are you working so much? Well, why are you doing this? I don't understand. They're like they don't just, they just don't understand. Uh, if your partner, going back to what I said before, you want to first off choose somebody that's, going to cheer for you, that's going to root for you along the way, uh, and vice versa. It's very important, vice versa. It can't be a one-way street. But part of them being able to do that is then understanding your goal, what you're wanting to do with your life, um, as clear as possible. That's the important thing, as clear as possible. Because there have been times when I'm doing things and I'm making moves and I'm, I'm going here or I'm working OT or something like that, and uh I didn't initially tell my wife or something like that, you know, and that's where you, you start to get, you know, the partner asking, you know, well, what are you doing? You know, what's going on? You need to spend more time with me. Um, it's, it's, it's never perfect, but if you can make it work, it, it can work. It's, it's not impossible. So for me, the way I balance it is my wife understands that I work a lot of hours. Um, I constantly always uh, reassure her, you know, I love her, obviously love my kids and everything like that. Um, same thing with my family um, outside, brothers, sisters, things like that. Uh, they understand my goals. They understand why I'm doing what I'm doing. I, sh I literally would share with them, hey, the reason I'm working so hard, I, I want to sacrifice a lot of my time doing leisure activities, not necessarily family stuff, but leisure activities like going out with friends and things like that, because I don't really do that much at all. Like I don't. So you can almost say I'm introvert with that, but I'm not really because I'm so focused on my goal. It's, it's the main thing. Um, I'll go to car events and friends will see me there, but do understand I'm there um, enjoying the cars, enjoying the people, but I'm also advertising because my car has my social media on there. So there, I'm doing things to, uh, it's, you got to learn how to maneuver. You got to, the, the basis of it, the basic answer is you got to uh, make your, you got to make your goals and what you're doing, every step that you're doing, not just your general goal. Every step that you're doing, you have to make it clear and concise to your partner. For example, like why I bought the Dodge Charger scat pack that I had. Before that, I had a Dodge Charger. And I told my wife and I explained to my wife, hey, I'm, I'm not buying this car just to drive it and, and just to enjoy it. I'm using it for social media and I'm using it as a tool to grow, you know, what I'm doing with uh, videography, with YouTube, with photos. And ultimately I, I have to help them understand, you know, I'm using it to help others. And that that's my, that's actually my ultimate goal. Help others learn how to do things, um, 
break out of the shell and being around other people in car event videos that I do. And also being able to express what I'm doing. So that's why I helped her understand with what I'm doing. And she does the same thing with her clothing line. She wants to, um, she has a religious clothing line um, called El Shada Apparel. And uh, we both grew up with religious backgrounds. Grandparents both on both sides were, uh, were pastors. Uh, so she's very uh, religious as well. So I love that about her, it's one thing. And um, even with her, she, you know, she works her nine to five job, nurse and all that, but she has a clothing line that she manages. Um, she wants to push the message to help other people, you know, religiously to actually help other people better themselves. Um, same thing with, um, she does makeup. Um, I know we're not women, but generally we, we all can agree on the consensus that women or people wear makeup generally make wear makeup to make themselves feel better. So everything has a, a connection almost. So the way we balance is we it's communication and making our uh, objectives every step of the way concise and clear, very clear. Because if you're not clear with your partner, they're going to think, oh, they're probably out cheating. They're doing this and that. So be open with your partner and tell them what you're planning on doing every step of the way. Um, just literally outline your goal, outline your plans and your goals, and then just keep going from there. Every step of the way, just express what you're doing. Hey, and you know, even consult with them. Hey, what do you think about this? Um, and sometimes they may not understand. Like, for example, my wife doesn't really understand the car culture like that. Um, I do, and I don't understand the makeup world like that. Uh, but she does. Uh, so a lot of times, take the time out to even learn your partner's profession what they want to do with their lives. It's very important to understand what your partner wants to do in their life and their goals in life. So if they have dreams, aspirations to do things, actually take the time out to learn what they want to do. Like literally learn. Like if it's makeup, um, I've sat down and watched countless videos on how to do makeup with her. Uh, she's always doing the same thing I'm doing. Um, like I said, we just bought a new house. She has her own private sunroom finally. Uh, <laughs> in regards to, she has her own space where she can actually develop in terms of doing research, whether it's reading the Bible, whether it's uh, watching religious videos or watching makeup tutorials. She constantly does that. So you, you start to see the common thing here is you're always learning, all right? So when you're with your partner, if you can, one, the, one of the things, one of the main reasons that pushed me to get this house is I see that I have spaces, not just one space. I have spaces to be able to create and develop in a garage. And I have a YouTube studio uh, that might be coming soon, you all's way, um, that I'm working on uh, building up and everything like that or painting and it'll be done. But uh, being able to have spaces to develop. So um, with your partner, if they have goals in, in mind, help them reach those goals. That is super important. Don't just you know work and just work on your goal help them reach their goals. So with my wife along the way, she wanted to do makeup and things like that. And um, I'll buy things for her to do it. Camera equipment. Um, she started doing YouTube a little bit. Uh, I mean, it's getting back into it, but uh, she does video tutorials and she's gotten sponsors like Color Rain and Fenty's reached out and things like that. Um, but help your partner grow, whatever it is. It, it doesn't even have to be a goal that they want to do. If they want to just, you know, have a good job and you know be able to sustain life, help them do that. Whatever it is, help them be what they wanna be. Life will be so much better if you do it that way instead of you telling your partner, well, I wanna do this and you have to be along for the ride, don't do that. Um, 
help them understand where they fit in and help them understand that you're willing to help them with their goals. As long as you guys can make those partnerships work in a relationship, your 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 venture will be so much better. So um, with my situation, I my wife understands. Yeah, she doesn't really like it 100% that I work constantly on so many different things, but she understands the end game. She understands the goal. Uh, the same thing with her. She works you know, a lot and does a lot of things, has to go do makeup and weddings. I understand the goal. I would like to spend more time with her, but I understand the goal. And the whole goal is to get away from the nine to fives and transition to what we love to do. And one thing I think people don't understand is when you when you're going from a nine to five, and we really touched base on this already. I don't know if you guys caught the hindsight of it. When you go from a nine to five to like, let's say, owning your own business, people assume, hey, when I own my own business, I'll be working less. I'll spend more time with my family. Maybe eventually, but there are a lot. Most of the time, you're spending instead of 40 hours a week, you're spending 80, 90 hours a week doing the other stuff. So there is always a period where you're working way more than a regular nine to five. And people have to understand that that's part of the that's part of it. So thank thank God my wife understands that and she's doing the same thing on her end. But we're able to actually make it work because uh, she works nights. I work days on my nine to five jobs. But on those off hours, you know, she's doing things. I'm doing things. But we we always try to. Like, for example, when I first come home from my, my factory job, I go straight to her, straight to her. So I go straight to her, spend some time with her. Um, if the kids are there, spend some time with them, you know, get my time in there on the weekends or days that I'm off, spend time with them. Um, for example, this morning, you know, I got up early. I knew the kids were home. Wife spent some time with her. She fell asleep. Um, spent time, spent a little bit of time with the kids, you know. My daughter just comes, you know, it's, it's the little things that count with things like that because time is so precious. You can always make money, but time is so precious. So you have to learn in your specific situation because everyone's is different, how to make time. You got to make time for your family. So, you know, I make time for my kids, my daughter, my son. Uh, and I'm starting to see my daughter as an artist like me. She, she handed me a picture today. Hey, dad, I made this. And it was a bunny sitting in the snow, blanket wrapped around the mouth. And I'm like, and I looked at her like, this is super dope. And I looked at the fridge, the brand new fridge, like, I'm going to hang this on the fridge, like the cliche family. I didn't have any magnets, so I just sat it right in front of the alarm system, like, we're going to sit this right here. I like this. And you have to help your kids understand, hey, I like what you're doing. Like, push your kids, man. Uh, that's another That's another thing. Push your, ki- push your kids in a positive manner. Um, but spend time with them. Give them the time. They'll see that you're spending time with them. Never push your kids or your um, spouse or your partner off. Like, hey, I don't have time. I got to do this uh, as much as you can. Because there will be times where it's like they want to spend time with you. And you're like, I really want to, but I got to finish this. Because, you know, the deadline to put out this video is tomorrow. Um, But make time as much as you can. But help them understand along the way, hey, this is why I'm doing this. This is why I can't do this. Don't just tell them, hey, I can't do this. Help them understand, you know, the goals along the way, every step of the way or else. Yeah, it's gonna be fire. <laughs> I think this is like a really important segment because, you know, everybody can succeed and do better. But if you can't manage the relationships at home, like you do your business and what's it all for? And it's also like really important, like you were saying, to give back and, you know, time for your friends and family, which is really good for this podcast as well, because like most of our group of friends is is all part of this so we get to 
go out and have fun, but we're working on this as well. And so we all get to come together. We get to have fun, connect really well. And we're, we're giving back. We're trying to make this podcast to inspire people. And that we, we, we think that's really important just to have that, that balance in your life. Yeah, man. Like having you on this podcast, it's, it's, it's really refreshing because you kind of touch a lot of the things we talked about. Like I'm pretty sure in the social, you know, when we was talking about creating your developing your social skills podcast, we talked about if there were, if there was a time where you needed to get away from your parents or you needed to make more time for your business and you have kids and you have a family that you need to sit down and communicate that with them. That actually might've been the discipline podcast where, um, you know, you, if, if you really sit down with someone who cares about you, right, whether it's your parents, your spouse, family, friends, if you really sit down with them and you say, listen, this is what I want to do. And you give them an outline and you give them a game plan. 99% of the time, if they truly care about you and they, you know, and they truly want to see you succeed, they're going to say, okay, right. They, they're not going to want to hold you back. Now, if you do this and you sit down with them, you say, Hey, I'm going to do this, this, and this, you be sure that you do it. Right. Don't say you're going to do it. And then just not spend time with them doing other things. Right. But yeah. if you sit down and you have that conversation, 99% of the time, they're going to support you and they're going to be behind you. Right. If they truly care about you the way, the way that they're supposed to, like no one's going to tell you, you can't go for your dreams. No one's going to tell you, you can't create a better life for yourself and us and the people around you. No one's ever going to want to hold you back from that. So I really, really, um, it's really refreshing to have you on here and just kind of reiterate some of the things we've talked about. Um, I think it's really good for the podcast. And, and, and seeing the stuff that we talk about, like Absolutely. through like, you, we see that it works. We can, we can trust in the things that we're saying and we're working on it as well. And like Darren was saying, like sitting down with your, with your family and talking to them, you should do that with your friends as well. Not because they're going to be mad about spending time, but if if they can't support you and help you do better, then why are, why are they there? You know, it's exactly. And like you said, with the friends thing, like people don't realize, like you never know, like your family and friends who you share some of your visions with, because sometimes you don't want to yeah. share your visions with everybody. Um, but like friends and family, You'd be surprised, like like I said, I, I know I know Seth and uh, Darian and everything. So we started talking and we started to see that, hey, you do videography and podcasts and you know, stuff like that. You want to get out in positive messages. You don't realize how many of your friends are actually able to help and be a part of that journey. Um, there's a lot more than people think. It's just a matter of, you know, getting them out of the shell, you know, understand Blue Chris the same way with me. Um, I don't feel like I'm all the way out of my shell, but like you guys say, you're like, we never knew you were an introvert. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> a lot of people see me all the time and they're like, this guy, this, he looks, you know, he looks off and, I, and I'll come to my, hey, how are you doing today? And they're like, all right, he's a joker. And I'm like, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just breaking the, I see, you know, I see things. But anyways, um, friends and family could help. Um, and I look at it like, if I can get to a point of being like super successful, I want to actually bring, um, I want to actually bring my family and friends into it. Like, I want to see, hey, how can my, uh, I know my brother's doing this. How can he help? And I've been doing that a lot. Um, like with finances, my sister is a stockbroker. 
she helps uh, with, with tidbits and giving me information and stuff. My younger brother, he's a manager at Humana and he's a mechanic on the side. So he's actually in some of my YouTube videos, helping me or holding the camera or showing me how to do something and we're working together. So I like to try to incorporate friends and family as much as I can into what I'm doing. That helps them all the more understand what I'm doing. Uh, the same thing with my wife. There are a couple of videos we've done where I'm customizing, I'm blacking out the Chrome or custom deleting the Chrome on her SUV that I bought her last year. Um, she's in one of those videos that has to be edited and posted. And I have another video I have to edit and post up of her driving my uh, Dodge Charger Scat Pack. She does not like speed, so I, w I thought it would be a good idea to display a video like that soon um, because I, it's obvious there are going to be other people similar in this situation where their partner doesn't like speed. You want to see how they are able to control it and handle it and or, you know, just kind of a just 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 to kind of give people a different perspective. You want you want to incorporate your friends and family if you can into what you're doing. It's it's super great and refreshing to be able to do that, and especially if they're able to and willing to help. That's a that's that's a yeah. that's a great feeling. Yeah, we yeah, talked. This, this is kind of off. Great This is kind of off, but like uh, you were, um, I got off early one day. I left because something happened and. And I can tell you like speed because I seen you, your car, your scat bag just fly right by me. Just here it is. It's great. You know, car's beautiful, of course. I really like it. Y'all should check it out if you haven't seen oh, it. Oh, yeah. But yeah, no, we'll, yeah. We'll, we'll post links and I'll, I'll probably oh, yeah. put some pictures up. Um, but yeah, we actually just talked about in our in our group chat uh, ways we could become closer as a group and ways we can kind of build our bond and like one of the ways that kind of came up is, okay, how do we make money together? Like how, like what can we do to help each other grow in that area of finance and business? Right. And um, I think with this podcast, because we are all friends, everybody that's a part of this, you know, us three and then David um, with this podcast, it helps us build that bond. Right. So when you think of, you know um, that Saturday, when we saw you at cars and coffee, we was all there. It was literally, we woke up at about 9.30 a.m. that morning and we was with each other until about 10 o'clock at night, right? And being able to do that with your friends and being able to do that right. type of work with your friends and and build with your friends and grow with your friends, that's ultimately going to make a better bond. and That's ultimately going to help you get to where you want to get to, right? Like the only reason you would ever truly hate working at a place like McDonald's is if you don't like anyone there. But if you work there with all of your friends, it'd be the best job in the world, right? It might not pay well, but it'd be the best job in the world. You'd go there every single day. You'd have a We actually talked about that the other day. I think it was the day we went and met Franz. I think me, you and David in the car, we were like, so what if on the weekends we just started working at McDonald's <laughs> just on a weekend, us three together, just for no reason? Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, you that'd be awesome man. that's funny that you say that with your friends being able to have like this type of business structure with your friends is going to motivate you to you know go even harder because you're not going to look at it like oh, i gotta you know i gotta sit here and like edit this video and record and da -da -da. like you're with your friends so it's fun you know you yeah. you enjoy it a lot more yeah yeah I, I, it's funny that you say mcdonald's that was my first job and I thought it was the best job in the world, but I also knew it didn't pay all too well. I think I was getting paid five fifteen an hour, like way back then. And I was like, oh, I'm getting money. I'm able to, you know, 
work on my finances, but I love the job for the people. There are a lot of different people there and I, and the customers and things like that. And uh, this is a, literally around the time I was getting out of my shell. It was that summer. That's what was crazy about it. So I'm speaking to these people on the intercom, taking orders and things. And I've gotten people then that were like, we love your voice. Like you sound very proper. You're, you know, you, you're, you're able to understand us and got the order right. Um, and, uh, and it's, it was, to me, I looked at it like, oh, I really can do this. Like people, people are very personable. And I've even gotten the, uh, people coming up to me, like, were you the guy I was just speaking to? And I'm, and I'm, I'm answering like, yes, I was like, <laughs> I didn't expect that. Like, I get it. <laughs> uh, but, uh, but yeah, it, it was one of those things where you get to experience different walks of life and understand different people at, at a young age. And it helped me develop even more, believe it or not, working at that McDonald's. And it got me to the point to where I, they wanted me to train other people, just become a straight trainer. And I did, I started doing that. And then I left for Philadelphia. Uh, uh, so I went to Philadelphia and I was still in high school, mind you. And it's one of those things where, like we were talking about before, I sat down and spoke to my mom and explained to her, this is what I want to do. I want to go to the Art Institute of Pittsburgh up there. I want to be able to uh, get into, you know, the the art life and the art scene down there. And um, I was into music a little bit and she understood the goal so clearly. She said, just like Darian said, I, I follow you. Okay, go ahead. She didn't say, you know, oh, no, I, no. She was like, okay, I know you're responsible. Do what you can. You always have a place here. Go ahead. So like it goes back to making your making your goals concise and clear to who you're you're expressing it to. Um, and as long as you do that, you're going to have, you know, the backing by your friends and family. And just like this podcast, you know, you, you got the backing with your friends. It, it's, it's such a great feeling and refreshing to know that, hey, we can be on the same page. We can do this together. I don't have to lose you guys and then go straight into just work or following my dreams. You can bring them. You can bring your friends with you. Not all your friends, but there are some friends you can bring with you, and you're going to make friends along the way too. That's another thing that we don't foresee. You have to cut them. You have to cut some off, though. Yeah. As well, that's that, that's the hard part, and it and it, and it sucks. <laughs> yes. I, I, I did it. I did it like a few months ago. I had to, but it was. It, it sucks, man. Same. You got to do it. I was the, I was the president of a car club. I was the president of a car club uh, a few months ago, and my goal was the car club was, you know, show them how to customize cars like me. But my ultimate goal, and I've told many of them this, was I want to see them grow and develop as a person um, and financially. If there's any way I can help um, you guys get to a financial status that you want to get to, because modding, uh, modifying cars and things like that is not cheap, obviously. Um, and life, the way people live their life, their lifestyles, it's not really cheap. So I wanted to help people develop, and I expressed that to them a lot. Um, but it just turned out, uh, not all of them, but a good amount of them, at least half of them in the, my car club, they didn't really want that. They just wanted to stay at this level at, with cars. And to me, I, I just stepped down like, I can't do, I can't stay in this environment. It goes back to what uh, you guys were saying. You want to surround yourself with people that are like-minded. So sometimes you have to remove yourself from you know people that aren't thinking like-minded like you. And I wish all those guys the best. Um, but sometimes you have to cut off people that are not like-minded, that are not willing to grow, that don't want to stay down here, you know, that or that want to stay down at a certain level. So, yeah. Yeah. So, 
um, moving on with the next question. Uh, do you feel fulfilled and why do you feel that fulfillment? Right. Okay. So, so here, here's, here's a tricky one. Um, and I've seen a lot of, um, people that are like super celebrities and stuff say the same thing. And it's very true. A lot of people think that once you get a certain amount of money, you're set, everything's good. Like you're, you're good to live life how you want. That's not true. Um, or people think, um, uh, money is going to give you complete happiness. That's not necessarily true. Your personality and personal development is over everything. So for me, in terms of being fulfilled, um, no, I don't feel fulfilled. I feel more humbled. And um, the reason I feel more humbled is because not for me necessarily that I'm able to put my family in a position that's more comfortable. So do I feel fulfilled fully? No. Because there's always things that I want to learn. There's always things that I want to do. There's always a better position I could put my family in. Um, so I don't feel fully fulfilled with a lot of things because there's a lot of things that I want to do and I want to help so many others, especially like-minded folks like you guys. Um, so do I, I feel fully uh, fulfilled now? I like what you're saying. I, don't, I, I actually touched on this in a recent video. It was kind of a, a get-to-know-me thing. I don't want to be the guy who's like laying on his deathbed. I get this from Darian as well. I don't want to be the guy laying on his deathbed and has, that has regrets. Like I should have done more. I should have done this sooner, stuff like that. So I, I 100% agree with you. Yeah, that, that's, that's literally how I look at life is everything that I'm interested in. Um, my family see this, sees this too. Everything that I'm interested in, like I expressed to you guys a bit here, I actually went out and tried to learn, tried to learn. I learned how to do it. It just so happens I've been pretty decent at it. Um, especially to be able to be paid from it and things like that. So it's a never ending cycle. Like I said, you're always Yeah. I mean, we always that preach I, yeah, that ahead, true happiness lies in growth. So like when you talk about money, doesn't necessarily make you happy. Um, getting, reaching a certain point doesn't necessarily make you happy. You always want to be growing. You always want to constantly be achieving new things and setting new goals. Right. So, right. um, and this, I, I say this, and this goes on even after you reach your dreams, right? life without dreams is like driving with no destination. You never know where you're going to end up. And then dreams without goals or stepping stones to those dreams. It's like driving to a destination with no navigation. You can get lost. Right? So even when you reach your first dream, now you're still going to be going somewhere. You have to figure out where you're going to go. So if your dream is, I want to be a multimillionaire. Okay. You get there. Now what, now what's next? Right. You don't just want to start driving randomly and, you know, you want to make sure that there's somewhere you can go and somewhere you can get to. Um, Do you have anything else you want to say on that front or do we. Um, Just a little bit, just a just a quick example. Like when I just got this house, I'm like, all right, everyone's like, oh, you got the house. You're set. I'm like, not really, because now I'm thinking, okay. I want to create a space for my wife to be able to develop. I want to create a space for me. Like it's you're always growing. So that's that. That's exactly on the mark of what you guys are saying. Like you always want to grow. You you don't want to stay stagnant because once you become comfortable, you're going to become complacent and you're going to think to you start thinking to yourself, oh, my dream is I'll do it tomorrow. And it'll always be tomorrow. Then you like Seth was saying, then you'll get to a point you're on your deathbed. Like, oh man, I should have really, I should have really actually did what I wanted to do. So you always want to grow. Uh, otherwise you're going to die with regrets. All right, Chris. And I'll wrap it up here with the last question. 
what gets you motivated, like motivated to do all everything? Um, understanding that I can step my step back and look at look at the world differently, and understanding where I can fit in the world, and knowing it's a culmination of things, and uh, being able to know, just kind of knowing that I can keep going, literally. I can just keep going, keep growing, and I I didn't fall for the old, you know, once schooling is done, you're done, go to work. No, you're never done learning. Like, there's so much to learn out there, and there's so much you can develop on personally, financially, um, and being able to, just knowing that I'm able to push myself and keep going to be able to support my family, do better for my family, put them in a better, better position, the same thing with friends, help them grow uh, personally, and financially, like whatever it is, being able to know, just know that I'm, I'm a, a useful person to be to other people is what really helps me grow. And being positive and being able to spread that positivity and seeing people reciprocated to me and those people share positive vibes to other people. That That's what yeah, really pushes um, me. You know, I, I get behind that. I always say that like true motivation, it's going to be hard to maintain that forever. Like eventually you're going to wake up and be like, I don't want to do this. Right. But if you understand that doing the things that you don't want to do is ultimately going to get you to where you want to get to, then you don't necessarily need that motivation to be like, Oh yeah, like I'm ready. I'm ready. Like you're still going to do it anyway. And you're still going to perform anyway. Right. So like staying focused and understanding where you can get to and where you can reach is really what's going to keep you pushing forward. So like you said, you've been at it for a while. Absolutely. Um, I'm Absolutely. sure there was like a point where your motivation was just at a low point or maybe was gone. What is what is something you think people can do to bring their motivation back once they've lost it? I'm going to tell you this first and foremost, honestly, with things like that, uh, you're, there'll, there will always be peaks and valleys with positivity and feeling your motivation is going down. It's not going to be just straight, you're down here, and then it's just straight motivation yeah. only. It's literally going to be like this, literally. So there's going to be ups and downs every day, just like there you touch based on. There's going to always be days like, I don't feel like doing this. I want to do it tomorrow. Um, just like under like like i said take a step back oh like train yourself to learn to take a step back and look at the whole picture and what you need to do and stay disciplined um practice being disciplined every day like it, i think i read somewhere it says it takes about 60 days three months uh 90 days somewhere around there you, you do something consistently every day you start become it starts becoming a habit so practice being disciplined work on yourself first that's what when you hear big motivational speakers say that that's what they what that's what it is. You work on yourself, um, discipline, respect, honesty, like, but discipline is the biggest thing. Discipline yourself to know that you can keep going towards your goal, because that's not going to be the end game goal after that, that you probably don't foresee now, but discipline yourself to understand, hey, I, I have to do this. This is why I have to do it for my, my family, my friends. I want a better life. I deserve a better life. They deserve a better life. I have these tools that I can use to help them and help me. I I need to do this. Like they need this. They deserve this. I deserve this. We got to do this. Like keep telling yourself that every day because that's that's the ultimate like goal. We want, that a, as well. we want a better life. We like to push that as well. We like turn your wants into needs. 
Yeah. Like you can't look at it as I should do this or whatever. We like to push the like you you have to make yourself realize that you need this. Like I need to go to the gym. I need to work on my real estate classes, yeah. which I need to work on. I'm not even gonna lie. I, I've been I've been slacking yeah. a little bit. I need I need to up that. But like you know, I'm working on it, and I'm that's what I'm doing. Like you have to turn that into a need or you're not going to, you have to set that standard for yourself. Or you're not going to end up doing exactly. Better. Yeah. And you know, absolutely, 100%. you have to understand that you're never stuck at your current situation. Right. So I think a lot of people, they get it in their head and they tend to lack motivation. They tend to lack inspiration because they think, well, this is where I am and I really can't move forward. There's some type of wall there. There's some type of obstacle there, or maybe I just don't have the knowledge. I just don't have the right opportunities or that guy can do what he does because he's in this situation or he has this privilege or he has this. And like, I mean, I, th I think our name faith is motivation. You really, really have to have faith that you can accomplish anything you want to accomplish. You really have to truly believe in yourself. And if you constantly have the belief that, Hey, I can reach my dreams. I can get to where I want to get you get to that should ultimately motivate you to try for those things and to thrive for those things, just because you know, it's possible because you know, it's real because you know, it exists. Right. So that's something that I would want to remind people of and, and tell people to keep in mind whenever they're going on this journey or whenever they're trying to start this journey or whenever they want to get whenever they realize I want to be here, you know, eliminate that. But just say, I want to be here. What do I need to do? And then act on that exercise, the discipline to do it. Exactly. Um, well, that is all our questions. Anyone else have anything closing thoughts, statements? Yeah, I'd like to give a shout out to you guys for having me on here. Uh, faith is motivation is true indeed. Um, I hope you guys, you know, succeed in everything. I want to help as much as I can. Um, make sure you guys watching or following them. These guys are a great bunch of people, very positive, like-minded, like myself. Uh, I, I'm going to be, you know, supporting them, um, posting them on my social media as well. Um, just stay positive, man. Um, everyone out there, stay positive with what you're doing. Stay uh, disciplined and understand that the road and the obstacle is always going to be up and down. It's never it's never straight up. It's always going to be up and down. Learn how to maneuver through when it goes down. That's the biggest thing. So you can keep going up. It's always going to keep going down, but learn how to maneuver is a, such such a pivotal, a pivotal point. Um, like I was telling them, I've, I've I've went through, you know, grandfather just passing, you know, uh, to me being down about that and I, me just getting this home and me getting another car and me, uh, just a lot of things happen. You just have to learn how to, you know, be there for your family and everything, but learn how to maneuver uh, spiritually, personally, financially, everything, you know, don't make dumb decisions as best as you can, um, but just be a good person. That, that's that's the core value I, I want yeah, to share and, with you guys before we go. No, oh, go, go on, go on. I'm wrapping up. Go on. I, I think that everything that in this interview has touched all of the podcasts we've done so far, like our steps up to success that we like to say, accountability, discipline, your mental state, and like your social skills, everything was touched in this if you've been paying attention and like it, it really shows cause, cause this guy, he, he's succeeding, he's doing well. And you can tell 
how he built himself up and all those steps are, are right there building him along the way and building us on our, our paths that we're all on. So yeah, I wanted to touch on. And, you know, Franz, we thank you for coming on and we thank you for the support. And honestly, I seriously doubt it's the last time that um, you're seen in a, in accordance with us. So, you know, it, you'll, you'll, you'll be around. Um, I mean, we appreciate it. And yeah, I mean, we touched a lot of, a lot of good things and you kind of reiterated a lot of the things we talked about. And I think that's really important. I mean, because, you know, people can hear us say it, but when you see other people, that's also, you know, working, you know, on the same level or even a higher level that when you see someone that's been able to, you know, start multiple businesses and is doing multiple things, kind of reiterate it. And he's, you know, you meet these people who are, you know, in the, upper echelon and they, you know, they've been able to make more money and, you know, multimillionaires and you're like, okay, well they say this and they do this. I think it really kind of reiterates what we, what we say. And, you know, it really helps the message we're trying to, we're, we're trying to spread and what we're trying to give back. So we appreciate you coming on and, you know, it's been a great interview, man. It's been a great episode, I think. All right. So, yeah, hope, it's going guys been great. Hopefully I'll have more, uh, hopefully I'll have more to talk about next time, but like, um, I'm more starting out on the process, so I'm more of learning. Yeah, I'm more we all start taking it all in, and then you know, just digressing it from there. So I hope definitely next time I'll have more to talk about. That's I know I didn't really have much to say besides my questions and what few little bits it I hear. But Bronte, it was definitely great to meet you, man. Yeah. So um, one more time, uh, faith is motivation. Um, on everything faith is motivation pld on instagram it's the only place where we're different episodes go up every sunday um tuesday you get the live versions where you can see our faces i do think we're going to start releasing those now i know last podcast i said they were a little iffy but i think the quality has been improving so i do think we're going to start releasing those somewhat consistently unless we get something that's not you know up to standard because we won't release anything that's low standard and then thursdays you still get those youtube videos um Frost, do you want to plug your socials one more time uh, yeah, you guys can follow me on social media for my car content at uh, Go Cardo Go G O C A R G O. Uh, excuse me, <laughs> Go Cardo Go G O C A R D O G O. Um, you can uh, check out my merch. It's going to be on. Um, look up on Facebook and Instagram. Brave Ruler Gallery. Gallery is G A L L A R Y. Also, I started a tech channel. I, I want to show people that I'm a tech head also. That's at Level Gorilla. I have a YouTube channel, and you can also find me on Facebook at Level Gorilla. So, uh, yeah, definitely appreciate everything you guys do. Uh, we'll try to get those links and put them in the description as well. Um, so, yeah, that's all we have. And, uh, dudes. Peace.